Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Season 1, Episode 9 of the Red Cell Podcast. My name is Tyler Cook. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, I'm joined by Zach Crosby. And all the way from New York City, Brenton Shelby is tuned in with us. Hey guys, back. (laughs) So, um, today, I know I've been promising you guys for a long time that uh, I say a long time, probably the last three episodes that we're going to come back. We're going to continue talking about the baseball road trip. A lot of you guys have asked about it. So we are here today to talk about that and continue that conversation. Um, we could probably talk about the baseball road trip for a good month or two. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. There was doubt. a lot of content there. There was definitely a lot of content. Like uh, I said, I mean, like I've said before, I mean, you, you make memories on the road. Yeah. And apparently Danielle makes memories with airplanes as well <laughs> or not making airplanes <laughs> maybe maybe that's more like a <laughs> so, how many planes did she miss this weekend uh she missed two Dang. in one day two, two in a day two, two in a day, day. Yeah, where was she coming day. from that's skill uh so she was actually where uh she was in jackson uh okay. mississippi coming back to new york and uh yeah left her phone in a car missed a flight couldn't get the phone back uh from the friend that was taking the airport and Wound up in the whole whole deal, missing two two flights uh, back. So she finally got back. She was supposed to be back at like twelve, and got back at like seven thirty or eight. So. And for the record, um, we we were when she was missing these flights, we were supposed to be recording with Britain, but that obviously fell through because he was having to pick her up at the airport much later right. than it originally anticipated. Right. You yeah. know, right about the time actually we had scheduled to do this, this is when I had to go pick her up. So. Yeah. Uh, perfect timing. Wow. Perfect, perfect timing. timing. Yeah. So that that being said, it is we found it's been extremely difficult to get everybody together just to even talk about some of this stuff. But well, um, we mentioned before how it is how everybody has so many different like we're all different on true. the same team. Yep. And that means different schedules, different interests, different. And I mean, you know, cities, different cities, uh, states, time zones, time zones. I mean, dang, Brenton's joining us from the New York studio. Red Cell New York studio. Hey, you guys, you guys did great with this. I mean, this office you uh, rented me in the Empire State Building is posh. At least you sound better than a uh, cell phone. So that's all, well, all that you matters. Know, yeah, that is true. I mean, we, we do it right here. You know, I mean, this is the, it is the, is the place to be. So you can't just, can't do it sketchy. You got to do it right. Absolutely. So we were talking about the road trip, right? Is that yeah, Is that and we left off. We found your wallet, I believe. <laughs> we did, we did. Uh, lost, have lost it again uh, since then, uh, for the about fifteen hundredth time today. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, we found it that time. So uh, we were good. And that was uh, episode five, I believe. If you want to go back and listen to where where we're picking up from. Yeah. Uh, so w- where were we? Like New Mexico, I believe. I believe we were just to the east of El Paso, uh, Texas. Great place um, to get donuts. That's about all we that, there all were we stopped for. Some phenomenal donuts that morning. Uh, and honestly, I'm not sure we should have stopped because of how late we were. Yeah, we, well, I think we talked about in episode five that we had left uh, with about 28 hours to get to a ball game or 24 hours of driving to get to a ball game that started in 28. So, um, about a four-hour cushion that we use searching for a wallet on the side of the interstate in middle of nowhere, Texas. So, uh, yep, 
it was it was it was a tight crunch at that point. Yeah, I think did we was it? I think we used three hours, and then so we had an hour to spare, and so we got it was about yeah exactly. It was about three hours, and I believe then yeah we had about an hour after we found the wallet of of flex time to get to Phoenix. Part of that was regrouping with donuts directly after finding the wallet, and then going straight to Best Buy and buying you a towel. Yeah, I mean, we did good. I think we, I think somebody may have got the heavy foot after that because we wound up having time, actually, to get donuts, go to Best Buy, and then uh, somewhat change clothes in a ballpark parking lot. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. but I do, I do was, remember that. Yeah, it was, also, it was fun. I remember that I may have been the one driving and it may have been my foot that was heavy. It, I, I believe it was. Yeah, I think you guys told me no more driving for a while after I uh, lost my wallet. Uh, yeah, we parked. But all right, so we went to Best Buy. I don't know if you remember this. We went to Best Buy, bought all, bought the bought your stuff. All right, hopped back in the car, and the, well, up to this point, the whole trip, the air was acting a little funny. It would like, yeah, for a, for... I, I think actually it started acting funny um, after we left Dallas and Brandon couldn't tell where the uh, where the stoplights were. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that point is when we realized, oh, this this may be a long week with the with the AC. Well, it, it so what it was doing, it was blowing cold air and it was blowing hard and it was all good and fine and dandy. But every now and then it would just stop blowing cold air. It was blowing, but it was not cold. Or blow chunks of ice for a little while. It did. It did. Yeah, for a moment. Like when it first when it first quit working, it started blowing little chunks of ice out, and then it just after after that quit, it was no moss. Wow, that's news to me. I must mm. have been asleep. Wow. So yeah, Eric- yeah, you guys were asleep. Yeah, because it was it was definitely during the night when it started uh, oh. spazzing out. Oh my yeah. goodness. Okay, so the air conditioner is completely uh, going nuts at that point. So, so you guys are in Arizona. We are Phoenix, Arizona. I think the temp was like 114. Yeah. Well, skipping a little bit ahead, but to, to make this all come together is they closed the ballpark roof. Uh, when it gets to be 95 degrees, the ballpark roof was closed. So it was at least 95. And I think it, I think it definitely hit triple digits. I, it was for Probably sure in triple digits. And I'm going to say the park, the best Buy parking lot may have been four digits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The black asphalt in Phoenix is not, is not where you go to find relief from the sun. And apparently that's the point that my AC said, you know what guys, I quit. I'm done with this. Can you really blame it though? I was going to say, mean, I'm right there with him. You know, I'm done. I was, too. I was at the point of giving up at that point. Oh and yeah. We made day one. So, so we left Best Buy and we realized the air conditioner wasn't working. So we roll all our windows down and we are sweating. And to keep in mind, we haven't had a shower in the past 24 hours. <laughs> mm. So we drive to the stadium. We get find a parking spot. I think we paid for a parking spot, actually. It was kind of We close. did. I think we paid some sketchy guy about 15 bucks for a parking spot in the back of like a junkyard or something. It was, <laughs> and you know, Phoenix, Phoenix is a little sketchy all the way around. Like there's some really posh uh, neighborhoods on the outside of Phoenix. And so if you're listening to this and you live in Phoenix, my apologies, but Phoenix itself has a little bit of taste of sketch to it. Um, and we parked in the sketchiest of the sketch. It, so. could, it could have been our state of mind as well. I mean, considering we, we were a little bit delirious. A, a I'll, bit. I'll give you that. And hot and sweaty and gross. And that's the point where we decided we needed to change clothes for this ball game. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, we we didn't want to go in an enclosed stadium smelling like we smelled after the hours on the road. But, but I mean, a change of clothes did nothing. We used a lot of baby wipes. I don't know why we had baby wipes, but we did. <laughs> I'm not sure. Nobody had kids at that point. But I mean, everybody except for me since then has had a kid. So maybe it was just like a prophecy or something. Maybe so. Hmm. We had, but I, I mean, we wiped down. We, I think we got naked in this parking lot just to change clothes. Oh, because we, it was, we definitely did. It yeah, was, there was, there's no doubt about it. We were, we were naked in a parking lot in the middle, middle of Phoenix. <laughs> not, not much different than the subway in New York. But. Just picture four Mississippi boys oh, yeah. doing this in a parking lot in Phoenix, Arizona. Maybe, uh, maybe not. Let's, let's don't. Do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's, let's don't. Let's don't All right, scratch that. Don't, yeah. don't. <laughs> don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right, so what's the stadium called? In Phoenix. It's it's Chase Field. So Chase Field is the home of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um right located right in the heart of, of Phoenix, Arizona. This must have been one of those add-on stadiums that you wanted to go to. You you had the ones you wanted to hit and then you were like, Oh, well, you know, we're passing this, through Phoenix. Yeah, this was not no, this was definitely just we needed to get to LA, uh, which will come later, but we needed to get to LA to go to Dodger Stadium. And this was on the way. And I believe we didn't even go to see the Diamondbacks. Actually, the Houston Astros were playing that night. Um, and they had, they were either on the way to winning their first world series um, in a long time, or either they had just won a world series the year before. And so, yeah, we weren't going really to watch the Diamondbacks play. Cause to be honest, we had no idea who played for the Diamondbacks. Um, we were definitely just making a pass through Phoenix watching the game, the Astros happened to be playing. And so, um, yeah, that was pretty much, pretty much the case. Now I will say you got us some great seats. We were like what third row, fourth row. I mean, I don't want to pat myself on the back. Um, but I, I did some hardcore digging for some good seats to most of the games. Um, so yeah, we were like third row from, uh, the field right down the line from the third base dugout so right in foul ball territory that was that was exactly where we wanted to be and this this whole stadium i think i just try to put it out of my memory because it was so bad yeah so um i'll i'll tell you a little bit about the stadium um it's basically a box uh literally it's a square um it has a retractable roof because of course it is phoenix and nobody wants to go play or watch baseball in 114 degree weather um, yeah, but it was the first stadium built in the United States with a tractable roof over natural grass. So, uh, they opened the roof every day, let the grass, um, let the grass grow. Um, but other than that, after those facts, it was the, definitely the worst ballpark we went to, um, on our road trip. All I remember is I wanted to sleep and I could not sleep where we were sitting you couldn't sleep where we were sitting, but the atmosphere was definitely one for sleeping because I don't think anybody there the whole night knew what was happening on the field. There was not a single cheer the entire night. No, uh, there, there was, it was literally like death on a baseball field. You couldn't tell, uh, it, you couldn't tell who horrid. the fans were. I mean, there was no like baseball apparel being worn by any of the uh, fans. So was this y'all's first ball Very game? Very first ball Very game. first ball game of the, the trip. First one. 24 hours or 28 hours after leaving mm. and you know exhausted smell terrible and it's um, starting out on a good note oh great note now, <laughs> now for me i thought it was awesome because i'd never been to a baseball stadium before a professional baseball stadium before so 
I mean, if, I mean, wait, I really thought it was cool wait, at this wait, point. Wait, 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 wait. At wait. this point, you've never, you had never been to a baseball. I didn't know that. Nope. Never wow. Been, not even Atlanta. Really? Yep. yep Zach, it, it was, it was definitely his first time. Did he, you guys have the had, same reaction I had when you found that out? I'm not sure they knew. Y'all didn't know? I, yeah, I think, no, I think we knew. I think we had talked about it and that was part of what we were like, well, I mean, you'll get to see some baseball this week. I mean, <laughs> no like, doubt about it. You will no longer say you have not been to a baseball stadium. Wow. Those that know me uh, know it's tough for me to say no to a road trip. Yeah. I mean, so I just, I assume. I was, I was irritated with them for waiting so long to invite me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I was the last one invited. No, wrong, wrong. Uh, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call that that a lie. Uh, I think you were the third one invited after Brandon and I. I think you were next on our list. Actually, we were like, "All right, we're doing this. Who's the person we need to make all this happen?" Zach Crosby. That's it. Um, <laughs> I definitely see I mean, it going that way. You you were the Messiah, the savior of this of this trip. <laughs> With the um, AC that went out and hey, we're not looking at the bad things right now. Only the good. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So back to the bad. Uh, yeah, uh, Chase Field <laughs> was horrible. Um, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia while we were sitting here. Here's a couple of names that they give it. Um, they call it the Bob, which I'm guessing means that it's just a ballpark. There's nothing special about it. But they all call, also call it the Airport Hangar, um, and that is the roof. Actually, I'm assuming actually a really good name for this place because. I think it would be better off uh, hosting aircraft than than hosting baseball games. <laughs> it was horrible. I mean, it was ridiculous. The only thing good about it is they let you in early to a TGI Fridays that overhangs left field, and you can watch batting practice um, and eat hot wings at TGI Fridays. Did we eat there? I, I remember sitting yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we like maybe grab some yeah some some like snacks or something, but. Yeah, we had to buy food if we sat there. So we sat there and watched BP and uh, ate hot wings, I think. And they called it air conditioned, but it was not. I was still eh. burning up. I, it yeah, could have been. It was about. It was probably about twenty degrees cooler than outside. Uh, which, that was, so it was like ninety-five degrees instead of one hundred and fifteen. Correct. Yep. And ninety-five degrees outside is bearable. Ninety-five degrees inside is not so no i mean you don't yeah. even have a good breeze going inside my clothes were sticking to me i, I didn't want to get up because i was so tired <laughs> we but. hadn't slept in 28 hours just wasn't it, it was not a good experience it was not a great way to start out the the road trip with a lost wallet no ac and the worst ballpark on the face of the planet to start out our our road trip experience we did get dipping dots that was about it. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. I think one thing that we did every ballpark, which I loved, I'm a fan, uh, was we got uh, ice cream in, a, in the little uh, souvenir helmet every every game. So, Except for uh, one, one of the stadiums didn't have it. I don't remember which one, but one of them did not have yeah, which, it. I felt ripped I off. I think it was, uh, it was, was San Francisco. Francisco. It was yeah. San Francisco, yeah, because you had to buy nachos in a like a full-size batting helmet that you could actually wear on your head. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, so you, you get done with your nachos and you put the helmet on your head and just cheese is running down everywhere. Now these the little dipping dots helmets were like the size of like a, a mouse. Yeah, yeah, right? like the like a computer mouse. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like you could actually fit a baseball inside of the Yeah, about the size of baseball. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's exactly how big they are. Yep. Okay. Cool. So yeah. Uh so then we left. And had you ever been to the Grand Canyon at this point? 
No, I not. This is my first time. Um, so yeah, we left the ballpark, uh, still sweaty, nasty, not really wanting to get back in the vehicle that has no air at this point. Still no uh, shower. I'm worried no shower. about the rest of the week. You know, we did not want, we planned well, um, logistically, you know, people in the car, like, I mean, we did really good planning. The one thing we did not think about was the smell. Um, and I mean, well, normally you know, the smell would not have come into play as much as it had because right, of the air right, conditioning. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, we weren't thinking that we would obviously sweat the whole entire time, but you know, anytime I think you put, let's see, it was four people, four males in a car in a midsize SUV, um, for, I don't know, eight days, how many ever hours that is. I mean, you know, it's going to smell a little bit, but when we started sweating, it was, Eight days with only three it, hotel rooms. I think Zach's trying to steal that out. It got rough. I bought the bl- the uh, black ice spray, and it gets sprayed every <laughs> week, or it starts coming back. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone yeah, in the future hears this and wants to buy my vehicle, the smell is completely gone. I promise you, <laughs> as long as you spray, spray the black ice every week. <laughs> There's a thing you can buy where you turn the heat all the way on, and then... It's kind of like a, a bug bomb. You just pull the top on it. Oh, I've done four of those at this point. Oh, Don't Lord. you worry. <laughs> Anything yeah, that, that can be used for that has been used, I promise. Mm. Uh, so, mm. yeah, we got, so we go to the Grand Canyon after leaving the Arizona Stadium. Um, yeah, we drive so straight there. We, so, yeah, we get back in the vehicle. I think you guys let me drive again because uh, yeah. I left out of Phoenix driving. And... I just thought about this. I remember we were so tired at that point that I think I drove about 45 minutes before one of you told me to pull over that I could not drive anymore um, <laughs> because it was pitch black dark. It was like midnight and we were going to the Grand Canyon. And like I said, we haven't slept at that point in 32 hours. Um, and I think we we definitely, keeping in baseball terms here, we bullpen that, that three-hour trip all of us got a turn um, yep. driving there because it was it was torturous. It was terrible. I'm going to say I finished that leg. I pulled you into yeah. the Grand Canyon. And at this point, I'd been two weeks before I was there for a whole week. So I knew it like the back of my hand at this point. Right. And so I pull in. But it was 3 a.m. So 3 a.m. Pitch black dark. Nobody there. Nobody at the gates. We pull in and I back up to a tree and I hang a hammock. Yes. Yeah, you did. Between the tree and the car. And this, and this was a theme actually throughout the trip because when we get to the San Francisco part, we'll talk about this. But I did not expect it to be that cold that night. Do you remember how cold it was? Yes, and the was wind like was blowing about 70 miles an degrees. hour. Yes, and we had, because I think you left like the back of the vehicle open so that you could like hang your hammock. And it was just so cold. Like we were no. sleeping in the seats. I hung it, it from was, the roof rack. It was just still that cold inside. Oh, you you did. You did. Now, um, this will show, also show how exhausted I was because it was cold. 70 mile an hour winds had to have been. It was so, The wind was blowing so much that it was shaking the vehicle. It was a small hurricane. Yeah. It was definitely and, you know, it was that bad. And I fell asleep for a good hour and a half, two hours in my hammock with the wind blowing like that. And I woke up to the hammock just vibrating from the wind blowing so so bad. And I said, I was like, I've slept already this long. I can probably sleep some more. And I tried going back to sleep. and I just couldn't because the wind was blowing so bad. And I woke I just got up and I was like, okay, 
I'm going to have to get inside. And I'll, I open the door and Brandon's there in the back seat laid across it. And y'all, you, t- you and James are in the front seats with the seats all the way back, <laughs> sleeping like babies. Brandon was not able to sleep apparently because he was still wide awake when I, I wish we could get him on the phone, but he's, he's busy, you know, can't. Yeah. He's right in the middle of, uh, bettering the education of our young students. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I opened the door and he's like, Hey dude, I was like, Hey, I, there's no way I can sleep in that anymore. He said, I don't see how you've made it this long. Get in. And so I get in and I'm going to say I was behind Brenton. Brenton was in the driver's seat. I was in the seat behind him. His head was basically in my lap. Same way. Moment. Same way. You had moment. no idea. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I still to this day had no idea that you were, <laughs> you were that close. To me. <laughs> and, and the same with James and Brandon. James was in the front seat passenger seat and his head was basically in Brandon's lap. Now the back seat does not lay down. It's the mm. two of us trying to get a little bit of sleep in this back seat. And y'all are, you know, you and James are just fine and dandy stretched out, you know, sleeping like babies. And we're, Oh my goodness. See, I guess the plan, the plan was for Brandon to lay down across the back seat because you were out. So we like decided we could move back and that plan backfired. Um, because again, we didn't know it was going to frost that night in the grand Canyon. And I I was prepared for the cold. I had my sleeping bag and everything. I was good with the cold. It was the wind. The wind I was not ready for. I guess I thought, like, I've heard this story a couple of times. I was under the impression that the seats laid down. No, like, the back I thought seat the does back not seats laid down. So at all. you and Brandon are, like, sitting straight sitting up. Sitting straight up with, trying to with sleep. With zero leg room, and we can't even, like, stretch our arms out because the seat is in our laps. The front seat is in our laps. Dang. Yeah. Dang it. Oh, yeah, it was it was a rough night, but I will say that to have never been to the Grand Canyon and only see it in pictures, there is no better way to see the Grand Canyon than to wake up to a sunrise in a place that you did not see anything when you got there. <laughs> uh, because we literally drove in the pitch, pitch black dark, and then you're standing out beside the car, and all of a sudden this huge hole in the ground appears. Yeah, we set our uh, alarms to wake up like 30 minutes before sunrise. And so we wake up. Well, I mean, we only got like three hours of sleep. We were already up by that point. <laughs> so <Yeah>. you get up. <laughs> and so we got it's up. It's not like we were resting, but like babies or anything. I had my clothes because I had just been to the Grand Canyon, so I knew it was going to be cold at night. I had my clothes ready. Did you have some long sleeves? No, I did not pack. I packed two shirts with sleeves. The rest of the shirts with no sleeves and and shorts for this whole entire trip. And I think James had a jacket as well. Yeah, uh, I think he did. Brandon, think he did. Brandon did not had no. nothing long, no long sleeves, no long pants, nothing. <laughs> Which is crazy because he gets coldest out of the whole group. Now I guess he was just thinking, hey, we're gonna be in the desert, so I don't need anything. And it's yeah. Summertime. Our fault on this was like, hey, it's it's like the first week of September, like it's gonna be hot. We're gonna be in the desert. This is like an end of the summer trip, like. Hey, welcome to the gun show. You don't you don't need long sleeve like <laughs> clothes. Like we're going to the 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 desert and the beach. Yeah, like, there's no need for a jacket. Within 12 hours, we went from triple digits to 30 degrees. Within 12 hours. Oh def- no! Within like four uh- hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we left. We left Phoenix, and we just started watching the thermometer like go down by the minute. It just all the way down. 
<laughs> it was wild. So we get up, wake up that morning, me and Brandon get over the selfishness of the front two, uh, forgive them. And we get up and Brandon, he makes, he makes a jacket. I'm not making this up. He fashions a jacket <laughs> out of cut off sleeves from shirts that we cut off earlier that day. <laughs> does he still have this jacket? I hope he does. If he does, it's going to be framed right here on the wall. I know he, finished, right he finished the trip with it. I do know that. But he fashioned it he out of sleeves that we cut off of shirts the, the day before. That's crazy. I don't know what just fell. Oh, uh, it was a, it was a mouse. Oh, okay. Like a like a computer mouse. So <laughs> if it wasn't, that's a big old mouse. Yeah. All right. So we we get up and it's still pitch black and we head. I was I was like, all right, guys, come on. Mm. And I don't, Br- Brenton. I feel like you have followed me many places in the pitch black dark. And, yes, and I you. Have. I, don't I don't think you've I don't questioned know what that it says about me. I, I don't, don't know what that says about me, but <laughs> I guess it shows that I actually I, I do trust you because yes, there's been several several times in our our friendship that you've said, "Hey, let's go this way." I'm like, "All right, let's do it." Sure. And it's yeah. either and this is another one of those times early early in the morning, pitch black, or late at night because I want some star picture or something like that. I will say this is the <laughs> biggest hole you've led me to, though. Um, I mean, one step here, and I'm I'm toast. I believe Brandon um, did ask at one point, hey, we're not going to fall in yet, are we? <laughs> yeah, because we had no, like, literally, it was it was pitch black. Like, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. So there was no, like, there was no way to tell where. If Zach had never been there, like, we we would have probably not been here today to talk about this. <laughs> so there you, aren't many rails at the Grand Canyon. I, did, you, I didn't notice that. Yes, there's not. But the place we were going did have rails. Um, now, we didn't stay behind them. Uh, did you know somebody passed away not too long ago, like a couple weeks ago at the Grand Canyon? I, I saw that. I, Fell in. When I, well, it's been a, like a recurring thing for the last couple of years, like just random people, for whatever reason, fall off the edge because they get too close or they want to take a selfie. It's kind of like taking selfie with bears in the background. You know, they just don't know when to quit. Yeah. Um, they say, one of those kind of things. now they say, they everybody, all the signs say stay behind the rails, but nobody stops you. So we don't stay behind the rails. And now I'm, I'm second guessing that, but <laughs> we didn't stay behind the rails. And so we head out because I was like, you know, I mean, I love the Grand Canyon and you just don't get as good a view from the railing. You want to get down in it a little bit. And so I was like, Look, come on, guys, we're going down into the Grand Canyon just a little bit so that we can watch the sunrise. And I don't know. Hopefully it was a good experience. No, it was wonderful. I mean, like I said, it was the best way. I feel like it was the best way to see the Grand Canyon for the first time, because like as the sun came up, you started seeing little glimpses of this really large hole in the ground. And all of a sudden you saw more and more and more and more and more. And then it was literally about an hour before actually the sun came all the way up and you saw like how big it actually was. Um, But yeah, no, I, I would recommend everyone like go you know, stay, freeze to death nearly in the parking <laughs> lot the night before and uh, and wake up to the Grand Canyon. It's it's beautiful. Dang. I'm not sure any of that was legal that we did. Um, I think I, you have I'm, to pay for camping. I think we were I think you do. I think we were definitely illegally camping in a parking lot uh, of a visitor center at 
at the Grand Canyon. Yeah, but if it's only three hours, does it really count? That's true. We um, were just waiting for it to open, you know. Yeah, we didn't camp yeah, overnight. We got there. No, it was it was literally like three a.m. to six a.m. So, um, yeah, it was it was a quick it was a quick sleep. So yeah, we spent what half the day there. Oh, I forgot the best part of the Grand Canyon, the absolute best part. So we went in on the Watchtower Inn, which I believe is the east end of the Grand Canyon. And we drove and we stopped at a few different spots, looked at the Grand Canyon, you know, took pictures, all that stuff. All right. We made it all the way to the west end where all the campsite campgrounds are and everything. And we finally, what? how many hours would it have been at this point? Like 36 hours? Definitely. Um, no, at that point we had, it was 30, it was 48. It had been two whole days. 48 hours. Yeah. After 48 hours of sweating and being in a close quarters with three other men that smelled just as bad as I did, we finally got a shower. At the Grand Canyon. First time I had ever paid for a shower with kids. <laughs> um, it was like getting a gumball, except you got like shower water instead. It was it was an amazing experience. I think it was like two dollars and quarters we had to pay, and I would have paid <laughs> it, it was, ten times it at that point. <laughs> And hey, have we have we mentioned at this point that like and this is really the only part of this trip that this, you know, but I I had never camped before. So all of this like camping stuff and paying for showers with quarters and you know, I was yeah, I was I was completely lost. So uh paying paying for a shower with quarters was was wild to me. Now this trip was after the Moab trip where you where we <laughs> showered at a laundromat. Oh, that's true. That's true. Never mind. I yeah, I had I had showered at a laundromat, but they didn't have the quarter machine. So the quarter machine was I don't know, it, it definitely stuck in my mind. All uh, I remember was, about the shower at the Grand Canyon was that I showered off extremely fast and then just mm-hmm. st- stood there in the, in the hot shower as long as I could until it I will off. say that the they must have expected for the people that were using those showers to stink really badly. Because the water was so hot, it just burned all the smell off of you. It was like skin and all. It was it was scalding hot. But at that point, I think we were just like, all right, just burn my skin off. I'm just I, I'm needing the shower so bad. I don't care how hot it is. I'm just I'm standing here <laughs> to this and enjoying point, every single drop. I think I stood in the shower until like every drop of water that was left in the shower head had gone away. <laughs> now I don't I I think it was either Brandon or James. Their shower didn't work. It was James. It was James. James' shower didn't work. I think he stood there for like three minutes after he put his quarters in, and then never it never turned on. I think he had to go to a different shower, put more quarters in, and it finally started working. I felt bad for him, but I didn't feel so bad that I, you know, helped because I was enjoying my shower. And wow. there was nobody there. It was totally unattended. So like there was there was just no chance of. So if that was like your last two dollars for your only shower of your trip, you were just you were screwed. Oh mm. my goodness. So after this, on the next on the next installment of the baseball road trip, we head to L.A., we head to San Francisco, and we start heading east again. Wait, wait, wait! We we stopped in Vegas first. Oh, yeah. you're right. And we get a night in Vegas. Vegas. Our first our first hotel room of wait, this trip, and we'll get to that on the next episode. Yep, that is right. So look before we before we move on, we do have a couple minutes. Uh, that we can talk. So I, I've been saying that we've had a couple voice messages. 
Oh, I do. Yeah. Since Brenton's here and Brenton was Brenton was a part of the story that this is about, I wanna I wanna play this voice message for you guys and just kind of kind of talk about um and address this voice message. So so you guys just I'm gonna don't know if this is gonna work, but we'll give it a shot. So let's play it real quick and see. Hey guys, Brooks Taylor, love the show. Um, I think it's uh, <laughs> very comedic and uh, it's very informative too. Uh, with Zach passing out, working out, doing leg day, um, there is no such thing as a leg day for me just due to me having two back surgeries in the past three years. Um, so it made me kind of think, uh, I think a good segment would be like what sports injuries or surgeries have um, have the have the crew had, uh, whether it's from working or just in general from, from anything throughout the, the years of playing athletics or, or doing anything uh, stupid. <laughs> um, but, uh, keep it up. Uh, I love it. Uh, and it's a, it's always a good thing to, to have uh, to start off a week. So take care guys. He would have to bring up that one. <laughs> oh boy. Gosh. Oh boy. <laughs> so that was Brooks well, Taylor. He's a really good friend of ours. Um, and if you haven't listened yet, we did talk about Zach passing out at the gym. Go listen to that episode and then come back right here and uh, listen to, to our response. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Brent. I'm not going to go into all that has happened in my life. Um, I think you're the in, one in, that in the, best. in the form of injuries. How about this? I'll this talk is all first. I'm, this, this is all I'm going to say. This is all I'm going to okay. say. And I'm going to okay. stop right. because right. of HEPA laws. But I came to record this podcast from the physical therapist this afternoon. So, um, <laughs> if, if that tells you anything about the amount of stupid injuries I've had over my life, then there you go. Oh. I, I literally go to the physical therapist at least twice a week today. So on Britain's uh, behalf, I know that he's had multiple knee surgeries and recently an Achilles. Yeah. So I'm fighting a little Achilles right now. Uh, I did run a half marathon Saturday. So, um, yeah, it's, it's on the men, but yeah, we're still working through that. So, um, I, I think I'm probably the most injured one of a bunch. Only a half marathon. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> um, <laughs> considering me, I've never run a 5k. Yeah. And no, I've, I've never run anything either. Um, so the only injury that I've ever had, uh, I don't even know what it is, but I have I think it's all my joints. I have joint issues and I have bad knees and one of my favorite pastimes is hiking and it does not go well with knees that are bad. Uh, I think Britain's been there with me when I've, Hey, I think that, I think that's called old age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, at least I'll, I'm going to say this in the past month, I've had guys say, how old are you? Uh, or no, they asked what, uh, what year I was in college. And I said, well, I'm 29. And they go, what? And then I had another guy, a uh, similar time, said, hey, we've got wine if anybody wants it. And then pointed to me and said, well, except for you, you look underage. <laughs> I said, and I just said, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, Last year at summer camp, I had a mom come to me and say, so are you in high school or college? Well, I'm 28. Got a kid on the way. Uh, and I guess she said, oh, uh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so back off. <laughs> but yeah, the, the knee injury is, uh, the only thing that I've ever had. And I think it was the TB band, uh, self-diagnosed 
But oh, yeah, the IT band. The IT, IT band. band. Yep. What did I say? Yep. TV. The TV. TV. Not that. Yep. Not TV. Yeah, you didn't have you didn't have IT TV. IT band. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. And it flares the up. IT band. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a definite runner's injury. So yeah, yeah you got to keep those stretched out. Yeah, it gives me problems when I hike. Uh, Britain's been there for a few of that, and I've I'll give you some remedies off the air to to help that. Sweet. We'll get that fixed. I've been foam rolling. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, hey, that's that's a start. That's where you start. So good job. I've yep. I've never really had many. I've never had an injury. I don't guess. I played well, tennis all through high school, but I mean, I'm trying to think if I've ever like broken a an actual bone. I don't think I've, never, I've like. No. I don't think I've broken an arm or you know like something like I never had any like kid injuries of like falling off a trampoline and breaking an arm or something. But mm. they seem to catch up with me later. So I yeah. definitely um, had the kid injuries. I I jumped off a swing and broke my arm, and I got hit in the face with a baseball and broke my nose. Closest injury uh, I've ever had was I shooting get, myself. I did break my nose one time. But. You shot yourself with that nail gun. With oh, nail gun. I was there for that one. Oh, yeah. wow, that was that about turned bad. Yeah, no, no. Like, you shot yourself. <laughs> what? I didn't hear about this one. That's, no. a, that's a segment. Uh, in the next segment of. Oh uh, yeah, podcast. we could talk about that in a segment. But yeah, no, I was at Zach Crosby's house in his workshop, and uh, we were me, him, and um, AK, and he hasn't. Tyler was just feeling down, and he said, guys, I just don't know if I can do it anymore. And crack right then, just... Not really. No gun. Not really. He, uh... Yeah. He was was holding it, holding... I was holding two pieces of plywood together, and we were building a cabinet, went through the wood, straight through my finger. Both sides of that thumb. And, uh, they thought I was playing around with them, because I do that from time to time. And uh, when I opened my hand and it was full of blood, that's whenever I think Zach kind of... And that old first aid kit that I had, that industrial size <laughs> first aid kit that I bought for that shop came in handy. It did. Day. It sure did. So anyway... You and Dustin are, have well, used that. I'll tell you this. The moral of the story is I went and bought a new nail gun. I'm going to say it wasn't the nail gun's fault, but hey. <laughs> well, I will say there is a difference in the... Uh, in the 16-gauge nails and the 15-gauge nails. Hey, do we have any ad reads today? Uh, we do not have an ad read today. So, yay for all the listeners. No ad reads today. No ad reads, but, but. there's always room. <laughs> all right, guys. So, right now in this... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, for real though, we, we are uh, closing in on our timer. So... Um, we'll let you guys go this morning a little bit early off of what we normally do on the podcast, but, um, until next week, episode 10, we'll, uh, we'll pick the baseball road trip story back up next week as well, but, uh, we'll see you guys same time Monday morning, 8am for episode 10 of the Red Cell podcast. See you guys soon.